Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Here we go. It is episode number 27 of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhouse along with you today as we join you from Minneapolis recapping yesterday's wild 12 to 8 win over the Baltimore Orioles back in Baltimore, but we change it up today a little bit in terms of location. We are recording this podcast on the banks of the mighty Mississippi in downtown Minneapolis. So great to have you with us as uh, we change it up a little bit and reflect on just a great day yesterday. A little bit later on in our podcast, a nice interview with J.T. McGuire, who's one of the young coaches on an experienced coaching staff under manager Terry Francona. J.T.'s in his first season as a member of the Guardians coaching staff working with the outfielders and base runners. And we'll hear from him on his experiences so far a little bit later on in the podcast. But first, I'll look back at yesterday's wild 12-8 to victory over the Orioles down in Baltimore, keyed by four hit games from Andre Jimenez and Josh Naylor. Four hits, six runs driven in, and it just seemed like all of them came at key times. Here's the pitch to Naylor. He swings and drives it high in the air, right center field. That ball bangs off the wall. Extra bases for Naylor. One run is in. That's Gallagher. Right behind him is Quan. Right behind him is Rosario. All three score on the double off the bat of Josh Naylor, who has a big day going, and the Guardians are back in front. 9-7 Cleveland. And he did not miss a home run by much. Naylor now with two doubles, a home run, and five runs driven in. And that helped the Guardians overcome a rare, rough outing from Shane Bieber, who did not make it out of the fourth inning. He pitched through four, but did not make it out for the fifth as he allowed a season high of seven runs on the day. And after the game, and this is what's the beauty of Shane Bieber, uh, win or lose, always some thoughtful comments post-game. Uh, just getting a little bit more aggressive. I thought I was able to do that, honestly, in the fourth. Um, it was kind of just one of those days. Uh, I'm not going to really look into it. Other, you know, more than that, it just, it just happened to be uh, made some mistakes. They took advantage of them and sometimes didn't make mistakes, and uh, they still ended up getting on base. So uh, I think I ended up getting a little bit more aggressive there in the fourth. Saw more swing and miss. Um, that's kind of what I've been looking for this this year. And so try and find a silver lining where you can and, and move forward. As a team, 
does a win like this mean? And what does it mean to win two series in a row after just having a tough May up until now? Yeah, two great teams as well. Um, it's huge. It's huge. I think a lot of different uh, groups, a lot of different individuals have stepped up. So um, it's good to see the success that we've been working towards, and, and we're going to continue to do that. We got a bunch of uh, great individuals in here, great teammates that continue to pick each other up. And today I was one of them, so um, one of the guys that got picked up. And so, uh, you know, maybe next outing it's, it's a little bit different, but um, I'm excited to see how that plays out. That's what good teams are made of. We've seen Josh have outburst games like this mm-hmm. before. What's it like just to be sitting there knowing that he's he's basically putting his team on his back? Yeah, he does that. Um, that's pretty clear early on. Um, we have a couple guys that do that. Ahmed, when he gets two, he might as well have four. Same with Josh, same with Jose, same with uh, Andres. Um, the list goes on, especially from today. So, like I said, I, I wasn't shy about it after the second inning. I, I expect a lot better from uh, myself. Um, I asked them to pick me up, and, and, and they did, and they continue to do so. I was planning on uh, having a little bit more shut down innings following that, but um, just kind of where the, where the dice uh, ended up falling today, and um, like I said, that's what good teams do, they pick each other up, and, and this entire clubhouse picked them up today. Nice birthday gift for you, that your teammates picked you up like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut it that way. And also after the game, manager Terry Francona weighed in on quite an afternoon in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a hard way for us to win. You know, and in Beeb's defense, man, it was the weirdest, you know, the three, you know, first inning, fine, second inning, third, fourth, he has two quick outs, and then second inning, he had two walks, which is uncharacteristic, but they were close, I mean, that was a tight, tight zone today. Next inning, we had a, a, what, a bloop and an infield hit, I mean, it's just, and then it just, you know, it's just, it, it was just weird, but like I said, I think there's more to it than just looking at the line score. I mean, there are a lot of crooked numbers hits-wise for you guys. It's something I know you guys wanted, but just seeing Hemi kind of have the same swing he had last night, how nice is that? Oh, to man, to see him carry it over, that's so good. And Naylor swung the bat so well. Um, that was – and it was – we had to. I mean, shoot, man, we needed to – that's a hard game to win. Bullpen-wise, just what did you think about what the bullpen was able to do tonight after what happened with the yeah, they, they – I mean, they, that's two days in a row where, you know, they, they gave us a lot. But – we didn't have to go get anybody, so everybody could pitch an inning, and that, that really helps. Just for Naylor, what's been the difference over the last couple of uh, series that he's, he's come out and he's, he's really... Well, I mean, it, it, I think it's different almost every day. Like the first day in here, they kind of carved him up. You know, they throw him fastballs up and then change ups down. And then and, and you see his helmet flying off. But when he just stays with that real pretty swing of his, he's plenty strong enough to hit the ball and do damage. What's it like to see that many hits and runs for you for you guys? It's been a struggle offensively, but I'm happy for our guys because they've been working hard and, and now having something to show for it. Hopefully, it keeps them going because you know they've been you know they've been frustrated. I mean, I'm frustrated with them, but I'm, I'm happy for them today. That's that'll that'll help these guys out. How much does what you're saying? But Val kind of told me before the game. He goes. We're getting there because, but they need to see results. So how much? But and that's I get it. Like you, you know, you can pat guys on the back and say, "Hey, nice swing." But it's it's nice to see some guys score runs and get some hits, and it uh, hopefully it'll it'll carry over. It almost becomes expected that 
what we see out of Jose Ramirez up till now, it, just ask over and over again. And, now it, you know. and, and, you know, some things don't show. Like, I mean, the one at bat, he hit those two balls down the right field line that, like, what, two inches foul, and one was about six inches foul. Kids throwing 98 with a changeup that's 90. And he didn't end up getting hit that at bat, but he's just such a smart hitter. So there it is, a 12-8 win, back-to-back series wins for the Guardians for the first time since the first road trip of the season in Seattle and Oakland. So a tip of the cap against two good ball clubs. The Cardinals were coming on and playing good baseball, and uh, certainly the Orioles have played good baseball all season long coming into that series with Major League Baseball's second-best record. Well, as promised, we had a chance to visit with J.T. McGuire yesterday. He's one of the new coaches on the staff, replacing Kyle Hudson, who moved on after last season to take a position with the Boston Red Sox. J.T. has been in the uh, Guardians player development system for the past five years, but got the call to join the Major League coaching staff. And here are his thoughts on what that experience has been like so far. Oh, it's been surreal. Um, You know, at first, you're... At first, you're kind of like, okay, uh, I'm I'm in the big leagues. Like this is a lot, but once you st- sort of settle in um, and get a good routine going, um, you know the the coaching staff has been extremely helpful and beneficial to my development and being able to work with the players that most of the players that I've worked with, you know, for five years. Um, you know, having those relationships with those guys makes it a little little easier. Um, then I guess like your your normal big league team would be. It's it's it's. I think it was, it's more of a unique situation. And starting at the top with Terry Francona, it's such an experienced coaching staff. How beneficial has that part been? Oh, it's it's been incredible. I think you know at first you, you're a little intimidated because he's got all the accolades and um, you know he's a Hall of Fame manager. But when it comes down to it, um, you know he's just a great guy um super supportive um you know if if you ever need anything if you ever have any issues he's there um so yeah like it it, he's been he's been incredible um and has helped me like develop into a major league coach well i'm more with jt mcguire after this short break welcome back to guardians warm-up jt mcguire joining us outfield and, and also base running coach for the ball club and uh, JT you come here to Baltimore and there's a lot going on in the outfield <laughs> so uh, and you're mentioning earlier even though there's been the adjustments in left right field can be more challenging here uh, in the case today for Gabriel Arias yeah so I mean I'm, I'm from this area so I came to a lot of games um, obviously left field shoots out pretty far now but there's not really many nooks and crannies to it I mean, when you're looking out there, it looks like Quan's out on an island um, because it's so deep, and then it kind of jets back in. But, yeah, right field, um, you know, you have the scoreboard with the padded wall. you got a, a concrete part of the wall, and then you have some fencing. Um, and then, the you know, the foul line kind of jets out and gets tucked behind there as well. So um, there's a lot of unique spots to it. Um, you know, we've taken our outfielders out there to, to try and hit all those all those spots but sometimes in a game it just you know it it may hit a spot where you never really worked on so um yeah it's it's a little difficult at times but I think our guys have been able to handle it pretty well and Gabriel Arias will be out there today uh new to the position but it sounds like his work ethic is off the charts to try and learn a new position and really get good at it yeah Gabby's really embraced the uh 
I, I, I don't want to say a position change, but position uh, adjustment, I guess you can say. Um, it just adds versatility to his game. Um, you know, if you ever come out for batting practices before he even made the position switch, um, you know, he'd be out in center field and rob home runs. So he has the athletic ability to do those types of things. Um, and like I said, like he's, he's embraced the role and he genuinely, I think he, he loves to play the outfield. Um, but his work ethic has been great. He's trying to develop into an outfielder and again, just add versatility to his game. And as someone who appreciates the position, you have two gold glovers out there in Miles Straw and Stephen Kwan. What makes them gold glovers from what you've seen? I think the biggest thing is their ability to just see the game differently. Um, you know, when I'm when I'm positioning those guys, a lot of times Straw's already a step ahead of me as far as where he thinks that um, he needs to be positioned. So there's most times I, I don't even really have to position him because he's normally in the right spot. Um, and Quan just has an innate ability to um, read swings, um, put himself in the counts um, to position himself into you know a spot where where he may think the ball might be batted. So I think it's just more a mental thing than anything. You mentioned earlier uh, you're familiar with this ballpark. What's it like coming back here as part of a major league coaching staff? How, how much friends and family have been down here this series? Yeah, it's surreal. Um, you know, I've always liked this backdrop of the warehouse, and um, I, I can remember coming to this stadium when it first opened in 92. Um, so, yeah, I've spent a lot of time in this in this ballpark as a fan. Um, I'm 30 minutes north of Baltimore from there, and, uh, yeah, last night my – my parents had a, a put a bus trip together. They had about seventy five people um, tonight or today. They have a uh, a box that they that they got. So there's going to be about thirty people. Um, but you know, just throughout the the week, um, friends and family that have you know that aren't on that trip or aren't in that, those boxes, um, you know, they've texted me and came down to the dugout to say hello. Um, just a lot of of people that have. Um, Help me along the way. They've had some ups and downs here team-wise, but the team is good again, and, and you were saying um, you were here at some big games. Um, maybe an underrated baseball town, Baltimore. What, what does the team, the Orioles, mean to the, the fabric of this area, having grown up about a half hour away? Yeah, so I, you know, it's funny. Um, growing up, we had season tickets to the Ravens, so um, that, you know, it, it is a football town, but... Um, there's a lot of old history in terms of the Orioles. Um, you know, Brooks Robinson meant the world to like my dad's generation. Cal Ripken meant the world to, to my generation. Um, so it's, it's a sneaky baseball town. It just, you know, I guess after 2012 or whenever those years were, they, they kind of fell off a little bit, but it's cool to see, um, you know, a lot of fans in the stands, um, I don't think that those fans ever left. It's just now they have something to really cheer for, and it's it's exciting for them. Well, I'm sure it's exciting for you to come back. As a member of the, the visiting team, JT, thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Rosie. Good stuff there from JT McGuire with some good perspective, not only on how things are going for him, but some of the uh, outfield play 
by uh, different players for the Guardians. So we thank him for coming by, and we thank you for listening as always. Now a big series coming up with the Minnesota Twins starting Thursday night. Four games against the first-place club in the AL Central. Should be good stuff from Target Field this weekend. That'll do it for this edition, episode number 27 in the books of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. As always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.